Hello there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Supercast Brothers, the show where I'm tortured by the guy over there on an unending basis. Weep for me because I am sad. I'm also Xantok, otherwise known as Lister, and you can put that on my tombstone when I eventually just get murdered by him or something. This guy over here. I mean, God, what what is even his name? Sometimes I wish I didn't remember. Was it was it Butt? I think it was Butt. <laughs> hey, Butt, how's it going over there? I'm weeping for you. I appreciate it. Oh, there's there's actual tears. I hope you're you're proud. You know, I think I can see them. You're just a little far away from me to tell for sure. But it does yes. look like there's just like a little, a little bit right here, a little bit, a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. Now you're close enough. I can just. That's what we like to see. <laughs> All right then. I mean, hey, oh, this is an episode where we're making a move set, so it does make sense there'd be some fighting. Wait, what? What? I just flat out didn't hear what you said. Wow. Wow. See, he doesn't even listen to me. And I put so much work into the schedule and make sure that things are happening on, well, on my end, they're happening on time. I can't control his end. I don't want to control his end. It's a big one. Wow. Anyways. Anyways. Supercast Brothers, we're back once again. Oh boy, it's a Smashtopia episode as always, and this one is this one's gonna, gonna be, be fun. I don't know what to expect out of this one. This is a this is this is a character that uh, I found very hard to make work on my end because we're doing Marshall from Rhythm Heaven, and technically, Marshall's. He's kind of just like the host of one of the games or something. I don't, I don't understand rhythm. But I just know it's a it's WarioWare esque in that there's a fuck ton of mini, quick mini games, but it's also it's rhythm, it's music, and uh, as anybody who has listened to a few of these should know, I don't listen to music at all. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So, um, this one was hard, but uh, I'm going to kick it over to the guy that actually knows these games. So, yeah. uh, Jono, um, I don't know, what the fuck? Play a little bit about Marshall before we get into the moveset? Yeah, pl pl please talk about Marshall and the games, I would say. Okay, okay. Uh, Rhythm Heaven began as a... Game Boy Advance Japan exclusive title back in the early 2000s uh, as a complement to the Warrior War titles, as you say. It was a, it's a collection of not necessarily all micro games, uh, like Marshall's most iconic game that he appears in is Nightwalk, which certainly is not micro. But um, there, there are certainly many games of, uh, uh, of a similar aesthetic. They're very humor-driven games uh, that, that are compiled within various worlds of, uh, of Heaven World, as they say. Not Rhythm Heaven, they call it Heaven World. What? A world which these characters inhabit is Heaven World. 
<laughs> and yeah, that's in the English translation. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's just fucking dumb. Uh-huh. Uh yep. So, uh, but nonetheless, you make your way through Heaven World in this game, uh, or up towards Heaven World, and, uh, and encounter rhythm-based adventures through micro-games, mini-games on the way up. Uh, yeah, as you say, Marshall is the main host, like the box character of Rhythm Heaven Fever on the Wii. Uh, great title. I think that's my favorite Rhythm Heaven game, while like how uh, Smooth Moves is favorite Mario title. Uh, just coincidentally. Uh, motion control didn't really work well for a lot of stuff, but it worked well for those games. Um, so, and, and Fever was uh, is generally considered the most popular game in the series, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he also appears in Rhythm Heaven. I think it's Mega Mix on the 3DS as well. Mm -hmm. um, so the the next surprise you haven't gotten a Switch title, but that's beyond the point. Um, so yeah, he's he's one of a cabal of characters that we could have chosen for a very similar role. Uh, even in Rhythm Heaven uh, Fever, there's two other characters that look a lot like him that are also co-hosts. That's uh, Miss Ripon, who's uh, like a basically pink marshal, like literally that's what she is with a bow. And then there's Cam, who's like of the same species, but he's blue and he wears like stereotypical nerd gear with the round frame glasses and a bow tie. He's also and, uh, skinnier and taller. And he's skinnier and taller. Uh, he's, he's, he's the man dark of the group. So uh, <laughs> those three uh, are the hosts of Rhythm Heaven Fever. They're the host of the tutorial, and they later appear in uh, Nightwalk and a few other mini games. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're as close to a main character in Rhythm Heaven Fever as you can get. Or rather, I mean, there's also Teddy, who's in the story mode quite a bit. Uh, then there's the chorus kids who really only appear in that one game Glee Club, uh, but were the most talked about during a certain period of time because it was substantial evidence from the Gamatsu leak as well as uh, stuff that pushed Dustin and Source Gaming later found out about that kind of implied that they were going to be playable. And we still had that uh, sneaky spirit in Smash Run 2. Right. So that's really coming together that implies that the chorus kids probably were actually being developed or shelved at some point. Uh, and if I were going to guess, it's because if the Ice Climbers couldn't work as a duo, of course, it's probably couldn't work as a duo. Right. Uh, so then, uh, and I think that in, in them is Karate Joe, Rhythm Girl, uh, Wrestler Reporter. So there's a lot of different ones that get lobbed around the Smash community. I think we kind of just landed on Marshall, or at least I did, um, and championed him over the past couple of years uh, over the other characters who were all on a very equal playing field for the most part uh, because he's notable enough within the series while also be carrying a fairly neutral design like he's very similar to the courses right uh to, to, to the point where it's like oh if you can't have three why don't you just give him one and make it marshall he's yeah more prominent. honestly so, and marshall looks very similar to the characters in uh, uh the glee club mini game as well so it really just yeah. works i mean and over the years i mean you and i have had our uh, roster discussions so many times uh, and at first, I mean, my very first time I even learned Rhythm Heaven existed was the whole Gamatsu League where they mentioned the chorus because I'm just like, oh, okay, odd, but okay. But I kind of yeah. very quickly just switched over to Marshall because it's just like, the chorus kids just do this one singing thing and it's three of them running around. If there is an issue with that character, just do Marshall. 
And then it's like, okay, you, the other characters people didn't talk about, like you mentioned, are uh, the wrestler, uh, Karate Joe, um, the Rhythm Girl. Uh, and yeah. I see, and you have had uh, both Karate Joe and Rhythm and the wrestler. You tried to pitch them to me a couple times. Uh, one of them with the wrestler would have been like wrestler and reporter, I recall. But uh, Marshall always just made more sense to me because he's and he's neutral. He's a blank slate. Some of these other ones, it's like, okay, so if you went with a wrestler, you could only really pick certain mini-games or certain different things that he can do. But with some of with Marshall, you have just like a wider range of options to try and represent the series in one character that you yeah. can't necessarily do with the wrestler or with Karate Joe. Right. Rhythm right. Girl, yeah, you could argue that she's a better choice because she's um, more standardly humanoid than Marshall is. But yeah. I think Marshall is more symbolic to the series than she is. I would yeah. say. Uh, yeah, I agree. He he feel he's more in line with the general aesthetic at the very least. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, and fun fact about Marshall is that uh, people see him kind of as a continuation of a more humanoid character uh, from the earlier Rhythm Heaven titles mm. too. His name was Play Yan. Play Dash Yan. And he was a more humanoid, just kind of stick man, white figure who would uh, be in the Nightwalk minigame. Because Nightwalk has been around since the dawn of time, for uh, before Marshall. Hmm. And it was just a guy. Just a, just a guy. It looks like he's on a, he was on a bathroom sign. And uh, now Marshall is in play on. Hmm. I was not aware of that. I mean, I... Doing research for this, I never played Rhythm Evan. So I just looked up uh, YouTube playthroughs of each of the games so I can be like, okay, I need to familiarize myself with all the different minigames so I can just figure out what my options are. And I was actually surprised, um, first of all, the different the different characters that were in it. But also, mm-hmm. I thought they were going to... Most of the minigames I looked at, I was like, I don't know how the fuck to make this work. Write this one off the list. I did not have near as many options as I thought I was going to have. And they also reuse a lot of the minigames more often than I thought they did. Especially in Mega Mix. It's like, what, a quarter of them are new? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I wasn't a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Also, Mega Mix just seems like, it seems like it broke some of the uh, traditions that previous games had. Like the remixes. There weren't any remixes until like the fifth what would you call it? World of Set or something? Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how, are, how are you uh, be, not being a rhythmic person, a musical person? How are you feeling about tonight's episode? Honestly, um, my move set is going to be lackluster compared to previous showings for me. I have some base ideas um, of how some things work, but it's like as far as incorporating a rhythm into them, which is something that we discussed that we wanted to try and do with Marshall, is try and have his moves work on some form of rhythm. Yeah. As a guy who knows, can't, who cannot discuss music, I just can't. I don't really know what to do with those rhythms or even how I would describe them. So yeah. part of mine is going to be probably just like, okay, so here's what I got. Um, what do you have that can make this work better? <laughs> that said, uh, I'm a big fan of my taunts and victory poses, so, um, I might be fighting for those. And, and everything that I've got here for Marshall, all of his taunts, all of his victory poses, 
uh, all of his moves are all pulling from different mini games. Nothing pulls from the same source, uh, and and they are all distinctly something. The 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 animation isn't, but I'll it's its own thing that I'll get into. But uh, yeah, I, I I made sure to have everything be different, and to actually I didn't want to invent new bullshit. Yeah. Well, uh, excellent, and uh, I'll say for the most part, <laughs> I follow the same idea um, as you for, with that general, because there's enough source material to pull from, certainly. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially with Marshall being a one, as you mentioned earlier. Um, you know, and as far as the musical terms go or whatever, I'm sure there'll, there'll be a little bit of, what, like, like tiptoeing, per se, uh, in this episode, with that in mind, but it's like, if you and I used in the musical aspect would probably form a normal person so because you are so well we, we, be, we might be normal in the music aspect of things but gaming wise uh uh-huh it would be even superhuman? worse human uh-huh <laughs> I, I already 95 percent of my life revolves around gaming in some form and that that other five percent is eating sleeping and working so yeah. Oh, and bathroom usage. That's all rolled in there as well. The rest of it is like, no, I'm either thinking about playing, uh, making charts for, or playing, or this shit. Yeah, like this falls under gaming for me. This is gaming. Yeah, yeah. Um, And even when we're not talking about Smash Brothers on an official podcast, we're talking about Smash Brothers in Discord. (laughs) Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, all that to say. Um, you remember when like, we were going to write a Smash fanfiction and then that never happened? Just didn't realize how much effort this alone took. Yeah, you really didn't. No. Yeah, if there were two of you instead of you and myself, the fanfiction would probably be done by. No, no. <laughs> see, if there were two of me. One of me would be dead. True. <laughs> Which would almost happen in this duo, but luckily there's about a thousand miles between us. Um, but yeah, there you go. There you go. Shine that blade. Uh, the, the, all to say, even though, so you run basically as the antithesis to music, but I play music, I write about music, I know. All my friends in town are musicians, so if you need any help with that, give this guy I, a call. Don't call yeah. me; call him. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, uh, and, and, and I feel are... like I feel like I'm gonna have to mention this because anytime the topic gets brought up, people are always just like, "Oh my god, why do you hate music?" Or uh, they'll bring up in a conversation later on. I was like, "Oh, that's right, you hate music." It's like, I think you're just every time. Way. Every time I have to clarify things, it's like, no, I don't hate music. I just don't listen to it. Like, there's a huge fucking distinction there. People are people will tell me, it's like, oh, I don't know how how you can. Like, I could not live without music. It's like, that's great for you, Sharon. I'm not you, okay? Yeah. Back the fuck off me, all right? Yeah. People can listen to what they want. I don't give a shit. Do what you want. I personally get nothing from it. Nothing. Yeah. I have literally no emotional reaction to music in the slightest. 
if mm -hmm. now if it's a loud and obnoxious initial okay i'll have a reaction of like that's loud and obnoxious can you not but in the, the yeah. general speaking, in, in the general aspect of things like i don't give a fuck i don't yeah 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 it's nothing fine. Fine. which i know it makes me fucking weird if you couldn't figure out i was by now there's your final clue i'm fucking weird get with it or get over it or get out no they can't get out we have them trapped in our basement okay yeah, yeah. that's true well yeah what at the very least you know if you if you hated music if you hated it we'd be fighting over there being a soundtrack section on the smash jump you wait but it's there so, <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and even and, then, like, I don't look at video game music like I look at regular music. I don't still, I don't really necessarily listen to it that much. But, um, like, when I put stages on the Smash Topia Wiki, we did a whole stage episode a while back. I still look up music tracks that I think should come with that stage from games. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but I'm not going out there and I'm listening to whatever from this artist or that band or this genre. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't yeah, care if you like country rock. or rap or rock or if this artist, you have posters of them or whatever. It's like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, how, how many posters do you have in your room right there? Of music what bands or artists or whatever. 9, 10, 11, Jesus. 12, 13, I have no 14, posters of anything. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Uh, 19. Although one of them is of myself, so I don't know if that counts. I don't think I would count it if it's of yourself. Now, if it was you and another person that's musical, then sure, but just you, mm, and, uh, I don't think I'd count that. Uh-oh. Oh, he's, we're going on a journey. Oh, God, here we go. Jesus Christ. Although that's not a music poster, is it? No, that's not a musical. That is an advertisement. Yeah, for Rocket Twenty Thirty Two. I still get calls for that horrible book. newspaper article. Yes, it is. That's not a poster at all. Well, it's my poster in my heart of hearts. You don't have one. Oh, well, neither do you. I'm, that's not up for debate. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, so yeah, we're talking about Marshall today of Rhythm Heaven. Uh, it was rather difficult of me to go through things and figure it out. I have moves that I am mostly satisfied with. I don't have their nitty-gritty details because the nitty-gritty details I figured would be attached to the rhythm. So yeah. uh, <laughs> that'll be a thing. Yeah, and likewise, um, I have notes here that I'm going to be referencing since I'm all the way back here and away from the screen. As you can tell. Yeah. Um, but I had written something down here about the rhythm uh, because I know before um, a few things that I think that uh, we were trying to work out prior and didn't necessarily mostly had to do with rhythm and how it would be executed in the moveset. Mm. So uh, the way that you're approaching it, uh, that's good. That's a good, that's, that clears the way, the pathway. And we can just sort it out off, off screen if we need to. Um, at the, but uh, my idea was, uh, well, to give the background too, at first we had the, I had that idea for a universal rhythm. 
and that was quickly shut down hard uh, in two different ways. Yeah, because yeah. first yeah. you were like, "Hey, what if all of his moves have the same rhythms?" Like, well, that'd be boring, predictable. But it's also like, "Well, what if the rhythm is the soundtrack of the stage?" It's like, yeah. "Oh my god, yeah. no, right. that's right. worse." Some songs are slower than others, and then there's environmental noises. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. Also, yeah. depending on the stage you're playing on, he could have an advantage over other characters or just have a harder time. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's all very true. All very true. Um, so what I have done here, or at least I have an idea for it, um, there is a tambourine that I will mention from time to time. The tambourine will appear in the top left corner of this character icon. Mm -hmm. uh, on the bottom of the screen where damage percentages are. And it offers a visual representation of the rhythm that needs to be followed to execute the best version of the movie. Okay. I like that a and lot. That helps people like me yeah. who don't know shit. Exactly. And, uh, and of course you can hear the tambourine as well, but the visual representation is always there. So it offers a, re a means to be variants between moves, but to also have obvious cues, so that way you're not falling off track. And it's not following the music track either, so we don't have the environmental noises, cannonball mess. So I that was a, yeah. I assume as well that the tambourine, at least for like the uh, UI visuals of it, it's uh, in that translucent state if he's not using a rhythm-based move. But once he's using like his side special or whatever, it'll light up and then it'll actually like shake whenever it's like, okay, here's your timing. Fucking press the button. And then yeah, yeah, and I have, shakes, stops yeah. and shakes. And then it yeah, I not actually thought of the tail. That's good. That's good. Let's say that it does. Let's say that it does. Um, it makes it a little bit uh, more obvious, I think. That it's like, hey, yeah. you pay attention to me. Yeah, I, I concur. Um, and then you'll also find, we'll, we'll cover this in the moveset, uh, that I've also added other visual cues to some of my moves to make it even more obvious. Um, I also want to denote, or at least have a discussion, are we thinking Marshall should be uh, aesthetically presented? Because we have him in a very bold 2D style in Hook of Heaven, and that's how the Sneaky Spirit appeared in Smash Run as well. Uh, so are we thinking maybe have him appear to be like Game & Watch or, or uh, like Cuphead probably would if he appeared in Smash? Or are we thinking more 3D? I mean, I actually think Cuphead would be 3D. Just putting that out there. I mean, we have a cost, a me costume of him he, where he's 3D. Oh, he yeah. looks just fine. I think he looks fine. That's Marshall, I could see an argument either way. I'm trying to picture in my head how he would look 3D. And I'm not getting a perfect image in my mind of it. But, I mean, at the same time, a lot of these characters are only ever seen in a 2D fashion. Um, Duck Hunt, for example. That's never been seen in 3D before Smash. And I think he yeah. looks fine there. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to it if he feels just 2D. But I do think that... Um, I think 2D should be something that's kept special for only certain characters. And, oh, yeah. and right now it is only for one character, just Mr. Game Watch. But a Paper Mario should also have that if he were to ever get into oh, yeah. or any other paper, whatever. Please just be Paper Mario, though. Um, Marshall, yeah. do we ever see? Answer me this in rhythm. Do we ever see him like 
turn around and like is he does he flip or is he just like normal turning around like a person uh, I believe it's more more or less just normal turning around okay so it's not like the Paper Mario kind of thing right it's not the flip I would probably lean just have him be a 3D character but if yeah. he's 2D I mean I, that would be fine now, it, uh, now, if they do like, oh, here's Midna, she's 2D. No, that's fucking dumb. But, uh, or, or, or they do Ryu Hayabusa based off of his uh, NES look. Don't make that 2D. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 he'd yeah. be fine, I guess, being 2D. Orbilon shouldn't be. Yeah, like, I was thinking that, too. We already have Wario where Wario, and he's not 2D, so... Yeah. Although he yeah. his movements his movements in brawl were certainly a little stunted. That's true. Very weird. That's, it was strange. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I agree. I, I was leaning to you there, so I think, uh, as you said, there's there's a, at least a certain pedigree to be had. Okay. So uh, I think if you have to be, then that's one thing. So I think uh, yeah, three is fine. Three is fine. All right. Okay. And is there? Anything else? No, that was all of my notes on that. Now in my move set area. So anything else you want to mention, or shall we get started on the entrance? I think we should enter on in. Okay, what do you got? So for my entrance, uh, this is the one thing I have that's not directly pulled out of uh, one of the mini-games in Rhythm Heaven. Uh, it's just Marshall, he's there on the stage, he's dancing to his own beat, just having his... Whatever tune he's got in his head, he's just jamming out to it. And then he's like, oh, we're, we're fighting. Okay. <laughs> he stops and he's ready to fight. I like that. Uh, mine was pulled from Rhythm Heaven. Um, so in Nightwalk, he comes in on a bunch of balloons, almost like a like a Mary Poppins Jess thing, except he's not using an umbrella. Hmm. Uh, that sort of thing. So it's just him. Flying onto the stage using those balloons, uh, multicolored green, yellow, blue, red. Uh, Is he like holding onto these balloons and he's just <laughs> drifting downwards? Right, okay. uh, from a diagonal. So he's drifting downwards from the balloons, and then once he touches the ground, he lets the balloons fly off and he's ready for battle. That's okay. it. I'm, That's I'm it. fine with that. That makes sense to me. Makes sense to me too. At the, at the same time, although yours isn't from Source, it's also. It also arguably has more character. I mean, arguably, yes. But um, considering, I think it's Nightwalk is what it was called, right? Right. And that's like his uh, his one minigame that he's actually in. I think it makes sense to have that be some of his uh, character. Because I don't have that anywhere. But, uh, I mean, I guess I could kind of come up with an idea for it in Victory Puzzles if I'm thinking of the right minigame. But, no, I'm fine with this being his interest animation. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, and then uh, I do have a uh, Nightwalk reference in one other spot, and I guess depending on how we react to that, we may revisit your entrance. Okay, sure. So, okay, let's. I guess we'll just put down mine for now. All right. <clears throat> then we've got the Kirby hat up next, and uh, for mine, um, I have it as kind of minimal. Like, there's not a whole lot of changes here. Kind of similar to the Olimar one, which honestly has always looked very weird to me. But I didn't really have anything else I'd like for this other than just, like, you know, putting a, a literal hat on Kirby that looks like Marshall. Uh, but what I have is that um, Kirby's actual mouth shape 
I will change to uh, Marshall to Marshall's mouth or the little teeth as well. So he's got the mouth shape, he's got the teeth, and he also got those little uh, rosy cheeks, and that's what I got. It was either that or just literally putting Marshall's head on top of Kirby's head, which was not a visual I wanted to see. <laughs> What's funny is that I was going to troll you. I had a whole bit written down in my notes, and I was going to say that when Kirby swallows Marshall, he just gets Marshall's head. <laughs> so you're meaning like, are you meaning Marshall's head on top of it, or his, or Kirby's body turns into Marshall's head entirely? Kirby's body turns into Marshall's head, which. It's a little bit further than where I went, but... Yes. Funnily enough, it's close enough to yours, and yours is a legitimate raise that I thought was entertaining. And then otherwise, yeah, the hat is always a possibility. And if we did, it would probably be like his eyes, his nose, and then like his two teeth. Uh, but I would... I like yours a whole lot more. That's very entertaining. All right. <laughs> okay, in that case, we already go to the taunts at this point. So, you want to yeah. give your first Tom? Yeah, so uh, for the up Tom, or not necessarily just for an up Tom, let's try to have it written down. Uh, for my first Tom, uh, Marshall uh, grabs a, has a pillow gripped in his hands. And he gleefully tosses it, as well as himself, upwards into the air before successfully returning to the ground as a victory jingle plays like it's the, the uh, wait wait this wait this is a taunt or a victory pose oh it's a, it's, a, it's written as a taunt I'm could be a victory what why is he throwing a pillow and then jumping towards it with a victory tingle and a taunt where they normally stay in one place yeah maybe he does okay maybe he doesn't need the victory jingle uh but he's, he's gripping the pillow continually. So he's throwing the pillow up, but he's flipping with the pillow. So he's holding onto the pillow continually, and then he flips in the air, and then he goes back down, and he's sitting down with the pillow. Okay. I think there's some misunderstanding going on here. Because when I'm hearing you say this, I'm, I'm envisioning Marshall holding onto a pillow, throws it and then he goes diving after it it's like that's not yeah. a taunt that's either a victory pose or that's a side special yeah okay so this is a pillow okay okay I'm holding it sure for the audience at home i'm holding on to this pillow uh visual representation uh so i'm holding it and then i'm not going to do this cross-legged but he's but he's cross-legged sitting on the ground with the pillow and then he jumps, but he's always holding the pillow. And then, like, they flip in midair and then sits back down into his pose. Okay, so it's a backflip facing the camera. Yes. That could have been a lot easier to explain. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, and he's sitting on the pillow to start out with, or does he take the pillow, backflips, and then lands on the pillow? That's a good idea. Let's go with that. What the fuck minigame is this from? Because I don't remember it. A pillow flip. Pajama party? Don't remember that one. 
<laughs> the girl and the monkeys. I don't remember that one. I remember Monkey Watch. There's Monkey Watch too. This was Pajama Party. <laughs> I don't remember this one, but okay. Hey, it's better than Orbulon and the Mummy Red. That's true. That's true. Uh, my first taunt. So there's uh, I don't think it's part of like one of the minions you have to play. I think it's one of the more, just in the side modes, where you're just you know flipping a coin. So Marshall smiles, flips a coin. Uh, the coin will have uh, his face on one side, smiling, of course. And the other side is going to have like a pair of musical notes, which is, you know, just the tiniest of details. That doesn't matter. But um, as long as you hold down the top button, Marshall will continue to flip the coin until he either gets hurt or uh, you let go of the button. So it's just flipping your coin. On it. Nice. Nice. And you are always catching that coin. Very impressive. Yes, I always catch it. It didn't land in a place where I couldn't catch it at all. No. Not at all. Very, very mesmerizing. Um, so, <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Uh, for my next taunt, I have Marshall performing... Uh, three line step moves in quick succession. So he's mimicking the uh, walk step in the game, if you call that. And he's uh, so uh, I do have this locked down as a side talk because which which side of the D pad is pressed determines which side Marshall performs the dance. Mm -hmm. So you know. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember there's a, there's a few different memes that are in that kind of format. I don't know, I don't recall specifically which one that is, but yeah. But yeah, okay, yeah. and then that's that's generally it. Okay. So uh, for my second taunt, I have uh, Marshall pulling out a tambourine, which is why I thought it was <laughs> funny when you mentioned a tambourine. He's like, uh oh, but uh, with the tambourine, you know, he'll, he'll just. Tap it a couple times, and he switches to his other hand, he taps it. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. Taps it a couple times on one hand, switches, then just taps it once. Nice. Nice. No, I, I like the callback, and it's also... for Because we're having this tambourine uh, incorporated into the vast moveset for the rhythm, that would be a potentially pretty good time to have the drop reference source. Yeah, absolutely. So I like that. Uh, for my next taunt, it's uh, Marshall breaking out the uh, Samurai Drummer's drum kit. The Samurai and, has a uh, drum kit? Yes. Hmm, okay. And uh, he breaks out a bead on it. And uh, as long as this button is held, this taunt button, Marshall will continue to dish out the drum beat. So he's just constantly, you know. And uh, the beat can alternate between three separate tempos. So low, mid, and high. Mm -hmm. So he's going slower, he's medium, or, uh, or a higher, or a higher tempo. Uh, and these can be swapped out by pressing that same taunt button as the taunt is being used. Okay. Well, wait, how do you press it if you're holding the button down? Wouldn't you have to release and then 
hold it down again. Yeah, just, just a very quick. Okay. So, so if, if it's the tempo that you don't want it to be, you can just be like, nope, switch off, try again. Yeah. Okay. Does it, does it cycle through or is it random? It cycles through. Okay. Cycles through. So, low, medium, high. For my last taunt, um, this one might be kind of similar to your uh, second one here. Because uh, it's pulled from the Tall Tappers minigame. Nice. Uh, he just performs a short tap dancing number, uh, just like they do with the, pretty much the same moves. Because, you know, he's uh, auditioning to join them, even though he's not tall enough. He doesn't, he, he's still going to try. <laughs> oh, the tap dancing in my moveset is going to be fun. Oh. <laughs> All right. Nice. Well, so, uh, before, uh, before we get into that, I suppose onwards towards victory poses, eh? We should. Okay. Uh, okay, I guess I'll do mine first. Sure. So, my first victory pose, uh, Miss Ribbon and Cam make an appearance with Marshall. Mm-hmm. Oreo friends. And they perform their trademark pose. I'll break out the visual cues for the first time in this session. The trademark pose. Okay. And yeah. that's just kind of that. And, and they're dancing and then they end on that pose? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. So my first two victory poses, I'm just going to start with one, of course. But my first two I have here, I am super fucking proud of. And I fucking want these to be a thing. So I'm okay. just going to just lay that out there. The first one features Marshall sitting next to the reporter. And you, you, you know what minigames the reporter is a part of. Normally they're paired with the wrestler. But in this case, she's paired with Marshall. And she will say to him, Whoa, you go big guy, as she does in the minigame. And Marshall will strike a pose and flex the muscles that you never knew he had, which is the exact same thing the wrestler is supposed to do when she says that quote to him in the minigame. Uh, just like, I, I, I'm putting Marshall into these minigames and taking the other character out for... Maximum hilarity. <laughs> just, just imagine Marshall flexing like the, the like the wrestler does, and just like, okay, try, <laughs> but okay. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Uh, my original version for that was going to be where um, I, I don't know what she says. She says like some kind of gibberish or something, and he just says uh, yes, and he nods his head really quickly. But I like this version of it a lot more. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, it's got the gusto, um, which is funny because my second victory pose is a uh, paparazzi. So like a you know in the same minigame, there's mm-hmm. there's there's a paparazzi or, or people surrounding them, and it's that black silhouette. So paparazzi surround Marshall while he how holds out a microphone towards one of his embarrassed and defeated opponents as if he wants to interview them about their defeat. This is a callback to the wrestler and reporter. See, it's something funny I'm noticing here with you is that you do a lot of victory poses with characters that involve one of the losing characters in the victory pose. Yeah. Several times you've uh, involved them in some way. (laughs) It's a running theme with you. And the funny thing is, I don't think any of them have made it through. (laughs) <laughs> if any of them did, I think I think the only one that did 
was Waluigi. Yes, initially you had them like on on the golf tee, like the character themselves, and he's hitting them. Oh yeah. And, just, and then that turned into a golf ball that had their emblem on it, or their face was printed on it. It's like, yeah. I don't think we could hit Bowser with a golf club to the moon. <laughs> Bowser golf ball. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no character has there's there's nothing like that in Victory Plus's period in Smash. Pete, uh, the Piranha Plant and Mario, I would say, but I don't remember these. Yeah, there's a Victory Plus of Piranha Plants where he is biting at Mario instead of flying off screen. But is that because Mario was in the fight, or just because it's Mario? Because it's Mario. Okay, well, it's a little different. Little bit, yeah, a little different, a little different. Um, but yeah, onwards to towards your next one. Okay, so my my final one here. Oh no, not my final one. My second one. God, I got ahead of myself there. Uh, my second one is, you'll see Marshall, you'll see a chorus man, you'll see a chorus man. And Marshall is in the place of the third mm -hmm. chorus man here, like the one that the player would be controlling in the Glee Club mini game. Because the first chorus man will uh, begin to belt out smash, second one goes ah, and then Marshall ends with ash. Smash. <laughs> Coincidental Earthbound reference, too. I like it. Very nice. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay, my final one. Uh, are you familiar with the Hue Birds of Happiness? The what? <laughs> Do I have a visual aid here? Are you what? What did you? I don't. What did you even say? <laughs> the Hue Birds of Happiness. No. Rhythm Heaven Fever. They're uh, little circular walking birds, and they're they look kind of like Pioro from Wariware, but not. They're bigger. They're like. Are you talking about the flock step birds? Yeah. Use yeah. the mini game yeah. names. I don't know what the fucking things are called. Use the mini game names. <laughs> you idiot. Oh my god. Of course, I'm not going to know what, like, the, the Hubert happiness, whatever the fuck. If you say flock step, I'm like, oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> or say board meeting. I know what that one is. Fuck. <laughs> So, um, yeah, the Hubert of Happiness. Flockstep bird. Yes, it appears and it performs uh, that aggressive lockstep strut in the direction of Marshall. And Marshall gets shocked because he has his back turned towards, against the Hubert. And uh, in his surprise, he falls on his bottom. Okay. And they... I also have, and then they share a laugh, but I don't know if that's needed. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what's funny <laughs> is I, I had the I had a flock step on my short list of uh, mini games that I could make a move a move from, and I was thinking of having it be the up special at one point, where the it just jumps up and it carries Marshall with him. Yeah, that would work. Well, it would have worked, but it's not on my list, so. Not either. All right, but... then it will not work. <laughs> my, some... my final victory, Pelson. 
I, I like it, but it's not. I don't like it as much as my previous two. Uh, so it's the board meeting mini game, you know, with the pigs and the yeah. wheelie chairs. Uh, this one we'll see Marshall come spinning. It's not it doesn't work kind of like how like he just takes their place with the last two did, but um, Marshall Oscar will come spinning onto the the the, um, the, the screen rather uh, in one of those chairs. And he's just like somebody somebody spun him and then they pushed him out, and then he uh, gets to the center. He just kind of like stops, and he's just looking very disoriented he can the wall is spinning there's colors <laughs> and he might be about to puke but luckily he doesn't because that'd be gross mm -hmm. but no he's spinning <laughs> good times in, in marshall high okay well we made it through the toss and victory poses what a well, we didn't select him yet, but it tends no, to be the longest part of the process. It, um, something I want to say before we select him is, uh, I think we should open, open ourselves up to the possibility that depending on what moves we select, we might revisit the uh, Thompson Victory puzzles again, just like how you mentioned we might revisit the entrance uh, in potentially move the most. Like, if we go with um, the one with uh, board meeting, let's say, if we go with that Victory Post, but then later on there's a move related to board meeting, and we decide we want to use that, then maybe we should remove the victory post version and replace it with something else. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's fine. That works. Okay. So um, straight away, I do think we should fast track your two victory poses that you were most proud of. Uh, both very creative, strokes of genius per se. I, I, I do agree naturally. Are you the American soccer? I mean, I don't know if that's true. Well, you and I. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that um, both of those can move forward, being the uh, the chorus kids appearing and uh, for, for the smash. Uh, coral line and uh, why am I blanking? The first one you said reporter and wrestler. Well, reporter oh, and yeah, Marshall, yeah. rather. Reporter and reporter and Marshall. Uh, and to that end, I we don't need both, so we're mixing once again one of my uh, ones where a defeated opponent appears. <laughs> Just mix that because your idea is better. So there's that. There's that to at least trim some of the fat right away. So what would our third victory pose be then? Because we've also got um, board meeting, then we got flock step, and I'm blinking on what your other one was. It was uh, Miss Ribbon and Cam with the dance. That's right. I think I like that one the best of the three, actually. I concur. Uh, the the lock step one is funny. The uh, board meeting one is funny. Uh, Miss Ribbon and Cam appearing. I mean, that's a nice callback to Marshall's yeah. nice problem. Yeah. I agree. So, okay. Yeah, I, I, I can go with that. Okay, cool. Sweet. So now we have taunts. taunts. <laughs> uh, we can also potentially consider a version of board meeting as a taunt or the lockstep as a taunt if we want to toss those in. See, I, I initially was trying to conceptualize uh, board meeting as a down special or an up special even. Uh, but then I didn't like either of those. And it just wasn't flowing quite right for me. So I was like, oh, what if it's a taunt? It's like, hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just slotted in as a victory pose. Yeah. Um, 
well, he can maybe if, as a taunt, he can potentially just uh, be sitting on the chair straight away, and you know, like have it be something that he just spins on it. And he's just kind of happy about it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, actually, nix that idea that I was about to say because I was going to say, and then Marshall can actually just throw up. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he can spin. He can spin around the chair as a potential. Um, and then how about instead of just Marshall's lockstep, he can perform it with the bird as a taunt. So there's a way to adapt that. Um, and then what? We have the drum kit on my end, the pillow on my end, which if it's hard to communicate, I'm not actually that excited about it anymore. No, no, no. no now, now I understand what you're going for with the pillow. It's fine. I just thought you were saying, like, he throws a pillow and he goes <laughs> after it's like, ah... How? Okay, 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 okay. Got yeah. <laughs> okay, and then uh, what, were, what were yours again? I didn't remind uh, mine were him constantly flipping a coin, uh, yeah. tapping the tambourine, and then uh, the short tap dancing number. Nice, nice. Um, so we have we have some common threads here: uh, the tambourine and the drum kit. Although we can have both, I'm just I'm just putting them into categories. Mm -hmm. So there's like a percussive thing, and then there's a dancing thing too. There's the tap dance, and then there's the lockstep dance with the uh, with the bird potential. You had, you had a different dance, I thought. Yeah, I turned I turned it into a line step, just the one where he's throwing his arms up in the air. Mm. But um, yeah, but then I kind of rearranged it and How... executed it into the lockstep. Flockstep birds are tiny, right? Yes. So you could have Marshall doing a tap dancing number with a little bitty, tiny little flockstep bird just like next to him. It's like the size of his, a little bit bigger than his foot, maybe. I don't know. It also kind of depends like how big the scale of Marshall is. I was kind of imagining it be relatively like Mario's height kind of a thing yeah. in, in my mind. So flockstep bird, you know, maybe it's a little bit taller than his shoe. It's just like mimicking his tap dancing routine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that could work. That could work. Uh, okay, you want to go with that? Kind of. Okay, let's do it. Then there's a... So then we have the coin flip and the pillow. We have the drum kit and the tambourine. Uh, of those four, I actually am most warm towards... The tambourine, because it calls back into something that's going to be playing in the move set. Okay. I, I was definitely thinking, like, we should have a, uh, at least one of the tambourine or the drum kit, just to have it in there. Like, let him play with a musical instrument. And I, I don't right. remember what the mini game the tambourine is from, but there, there were some where it's just, like, somebody sitting in the tambourine. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, so, um... I mean, but don't mind me, because I will fight for the drum kit for the last arm. <laughs> oh, you, you were thinking of having both in there. Yeah, I, I, oh. I don't see why it's not there. Uh, they're both percussive instruments, but they're also both quite different in, in how they play. Uh, so you can go either way in this. Uh, I think the pillow, I still think the pillow is the weaker link of, of the majority. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just me. And then there's also your coin flip, which is another callback to a mechanic of rhythm heaven as well uh so i'm open to discussion uh what do you think i think it would be weird if we had two that were um endless taunts and mm -hmm. not 
just one or all three. Like I figure, I feel like if you're gonna do two of them, because you were kind of, uh, if if you were thinking about doing drum and coin flip, uh, if you were gonna do two, I feel like either they should all three be, or just one of them be in lists. Right. Let's see here. Um, and, and most of these can be turned into endless. Tap dancing could become endless. Tambourine could become endless. Uh, the pillow is really the only one that can't become endless. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Um, I still like the I still like the tap dance. Uh, let's keep that. So we're still operating with these last ones here. Um, are there? And it sounds like pillows on the way out. Just just for that formality at the very least. Um, what are you thinking of? of the last few, though, yourself. Is there any that you feel uh, more than the others should be in? Oh, uh, not particularly, really. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the only thing I feel strongly about is the the endless bit of it. Either either just one, all three, or none of them being endless. Uh, having two yeah. out of three is just weird. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Well, let's say, let's say that the... the the tap dance is endless or can be. Um, and that lends its way to the drum kit, the coin, or the tambourine. Uh, I would probably say do the coin, if only because that yeah. way we have three different kinds of things he's doing. I agree. Because tambourine agree. and drum, they're both very similar there. Yeah, I concur. Uh, Tambourine again. There's a, there's a tambourine that's very prominent in the in the moveset because of the rhythm aspect and or uh, so do we go for the tambourine because it's more prominent to Marshall because of the moveset, or do we go with the drum kit because it's not? So it's an either or kind of thing. Um, I will say drums are more likely to appear for another character. Uh, if we bring that up down the road, I mean a tambourine can too, but not for not for as many. Like, a tambourine would be like, what, if we did, like, Samba de Amigo? <laughs> I, I thought he was just Maracas. I, th I think he has a tambourine as well, I'm not sure. I don't know, I've never played it. <laughs> Shocker. Didn't play the music game. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, shoot. I like the drum kit because of the various levels you can play it at. Mm-hmm. I think that's very entertaining. And again, I like the tambourine because it ties into the special moves. Shit. Difficult. Wanna, if you don't have a preference, you want to flip a coin? <laughs> the, the only thing I have to say about it is if the drum is a, it can be on three different levels, could the tap dancing, could the coin, could the tambourine... Yeah, probably. Okay. So then do we want to have tambourine be levels? Or do we want to have drums be levels and then have the other things? Or do, and do we also want to consider the other things having multiple levels? The only thing that's the only one that's kind of weird having multiple levels of is the coin flipping. Like, I guess you could do, like, a, a shorter coin flip that goes faster. And, like, a one that goes higher up in the air and one that goes even higher. And it's just slower yeah. that it comes back down to him. But I don't know. That one feels a, possibly a little bit more off. Yeah, that's true. Oh, for the sake of functionality, um, it would be... 
How about... Okay. Okay. Um, in that case, shoot. Tap dance. Uh, locked. Then let's say coin locked. Tambor. You know what? I'm, st- I'm, I'm leaning towards a tambourine. Really? Even still. Yeah, I mean, the drum kit is mine, and I am partial towards it. But just for the sake of being tied to the to the aesthetic we already have with the tambourine and the icon and the moveset, I like how it comes full circle. Okay. And it makes things less complicated, too, because then we don't have to figure out third hierarchy for the coin or anything. So is the, the tambourine going to have uh, three levels, or is it just going to be the normal... Right, I, I it, can, it can go either or. It can go either or. Okay. Maybe that's something that'll be figured out whenever it gets uh, translated right. into Smashtopia Wiki. Yeah, and that is something that I plan to do very soon after we record this episode. Oh yeah, because uh, this one's on you. You're riding down March with the throne. I've done all the other characters. You got this one. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I figured as much, which is why I don't want to rest on my morals about it, because we know what happens when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and again, we can revisit these even in the episode if we need to, but... Um, yeah. I mean, there's been a couple times when I was writing down some of the other characters that would message you and be like, so I know we said this, but I was thinking about it, and I was trying to write that on the explanation, and I think we need to make it be this instead. you been like, yeah. yeah, sure, okay, whatever. It's like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so, some things good. are hard to describe, which you actually have to start getting down into the uh, the details of it all. Because we'll, yeah. we'll say things, uh, how a move works on here, and we have a, a general over, well, a general uh, scheme of how it would work, but then we get down to actually writing it down and being like, okay, how can I make it clear how this works? It's like, oh, I don't know how to write this one. Oh, hmm. It's like, holy cow. This isn't making sense that I've actually write it down. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. So that's that's true. Um, and now I guess we get into the meat and potatoes of, the move, of, uh, of everything with the move set, the special moves. Oh, yes. And uh, <laughs> these are where my amount of detail is going to be uh, a little bit of a dip from the usual, but I have concepts that we can discuss out here. Good, good. And, and again, if anything is because of a musical technicality there's a chance I can offer some sort of wisdom there to the viewer and you and whatever right so yeah so, so I thought I'd we... start off okay because I was like I'll start off with my base idea then you can correct me or make it better and then you can go into your better idea <laughs> or maybe your ideas will be better than mine <laughs> I mean maybe they work better than mine for the Victory Poses and Dots. I mean, because I know how to make a good theme. <laughs> now, following a rhythm, I... I did, 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 I do, what, what? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I right. can't move. But, That's uh, good. let's get into it. So, my, uh, and I, I have all of these moves named off of, um... Uh, what the actual mini, what the actual mini game is? Except I think the final smash might be a little bit different. I don't remember. It's been a while since I looked at things. But for my senior special, I'm going with Philbots. Nice. So uh, the Philbots mini game, you know, 
uh, I was actually considering two different because there's two different robot building mini or there might be three I don't remember for sure like one of them like you're screwing the head on top and the other one is like you're filling it with I don't know juice some <laughs> form of liquid you're filling it let's not go down that path you're, you're filling down you're filling up a clear robot with juice or of some sort some kind of like powering liquid and you're trying to get it up to fill up to the top so it you know, be powered and can move. And if you do not enough, it doesn't work out. If you do too much, well, that's a bit of a problem. But what I was thinking for this move is uh, Marshall's got the rhythm going and to try and like, help him fill up the robot. If he ends it too early, um, the robot, you know, it'll walk a little bit forward. This is a small robot, probably about half of his height. Uh, you know, walk a little bit forward so he can just like bump into something, do a small amount of damage. Uh, fill it up to the correct amount. Uh, then they'll go running forwards and just like kind of wave their arms up to hit somebody that's in their way. Uh, and then if you overfill it, then it's going to backfire, have a small explosion, and damage Marshall. But if somebody else is right there, they'll be damaged as well. What the exact rhythm is, again, I don't have that. But that's my basic concept for Philbots. Nice, nice. So it does follow a rhythm, it's not just a chargeable attack. Um, if I'm following correctly. Okay. I mean, technically, it's a chargeable attack, technically speaking, but if you don't finish it at the right point, then it's not going to be the attack you want. Okay, got it, got it. So it'll be a, a smack of the tambourine and it's done. Oh, that, that's, that's doable, that's doable. And it's, uh, again, it's, it's some things that uh, I think for the majority, uh, we'll probably workshop that out of the podcast just for the sake of removing technicality mm -hmm. and just uh but and streamlining it the discussion yeah. um but no i get i get the general idea and I, and I like it and uh good callback so and i like the idea of marshall having that idea of uh kind of kind of being like a tinker toy maker with that uh standard special so it works um my standard special my specials are all also named after uh the mini games so my <laughs> less creatively so, uh, but it's a uh, it's a standard of rhythm heaven, and it's also the standard special. It's, uh, Glee Club. <laughs> See, I I, very, I had Glee Club in my shortlist, but decided you know what? Let's not use Glee Club. Let's make it a victory post because that's more awesome. Yeah, yeah, and like because like the attack, the only thing I could think of for the attack was just like. He does the yell, you tap it again, does a large yell tap again, he doesn't even large yell. I was like, eh. I wasn't yeah. pleased with my own ideas for it. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's kind of the gist of what I have here, just a little more. Um, so, the, so for an added visual cue, a small painted heart appears that pulses above Marshall's head. So similar to Glee Club and then the selection of the chorus kit. Um, so it's a visual cue to serve along the tambourine beat. So having learned a thing or two from the chorus kids and the, and the composer, Marshall joins Glee Club for his standard special. Uh, a simple press of the standard special button uh, will see Marshall produce a small screen. Uh, and then whereas following are two, uh, two more well-timed beats, we'll have Marshall respectively shout louder and then even more so. So his range visibly extends as he shouts longer and louder so as you did said in your victory pose, ah, and uh, besides pushing opponents back and potentially dazing them uh, at its 
highest capacity, so on the third screen. It has the ability to reflect projectiles. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. And that's, uh, that's a little ace up his glee club sleeve. Okay. If you... Yeah. Uh, all I have to say, how about your side? So for my side special, it's Karate Man. Of course it is. Uh, another one of the popular character choices that people discuss from uh, Rhythm Heaven. Uh, Karate Man, the mini game differs a little bit depending on which game you're playing. But typically, you know, one punch, he punches a bucket or something out of the way. You can do a one-two punch to punch out two things are coming out of him out of the way. And then um, he has an uppercut. But then also in Fever, he has a uh, flurry of punches that he can do. So what I kind of had envisioned for this is uh, something similar to a Marth Dancing Blade, but slower. Where Marshall starts, you know, he'll do the one punch and then follow it up. Second punch. Uh, if you keep the rhythm of beat of it, this throws in an uppercut. And then follow the beat one last time. He does a flurry of punches at the end of it. And I also nice. figure if you just do the punch or the one-two punch of it, you can punch projectiles out of the way. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's about karate man punching buckets and shit and ducking yeah, away from yeah, him. Yeah. It makes sense. And there's no side special that does that. No, there's not. Now, like, uh, the uppercut or the flurry of punches wouldn't uh, get rid of a projectile. Just the one punch or the second punch would. Right, so you give some power to the to the front couple that normally wouldn't have much precedent. So it's uh, nice. Uh, so when I... So and it's not, it's not a reflect either. It's just like if it's like Pitt's arrow punches it and then the arrow tumbles away, it's gone. Got it. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> um, my side special is karate. <laughs> I had a feeling. It makes the uh, most sense. Yeah. And for that, I have written down uh, Marshall gets into Karate Joe's signature stance and then the uh, additional visual cue here. Is that the uh, like, like golden or yellow aura that is surrounding Karate Joe in that mini game? It's like a smaller version of that, more opaque, uh, that begins to pulse around Marshall. And so he's in uh, that visual. So it's 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 an additional visual cue to that mimics the Karate Man in the game. Uh, like the orange banded like Looney Tunes classic logo when you're when you're coming in or out of a Looney Tune. Uh, I guess. So it goes slow enough at first to where it cues Marshall uh, an easy opportunity to stack up those initial jabs, the one and the two punch that you're saying. And let's say they can reflect projectiles. Just <laughs> I didn't have that written down, but let's just let's just toss that in there. Uh, at first, uh, so yeah, it's not much to write home about beyond that potential. Um, but then you get it's, it's actually a five prong punch combo. So the third, fourth, and fifth are especially zesty. Um, the fifth being the finisher, uh, Marshall has a few options on how to execute it. So I had it written here that if they're tilting the control stick downward, Marshall will unleash a flurry of punches. If they have it upwards, he will perform a dashing uppercut that could make Ryu or Ken blush, is what I wrote. <laughs> And if the player does nothing or tilts it sideways, 
then he'll just perform a finishing blow that's kind of a one one punch man scenario. A bit of a yeah, lunging just, punch. Yeah, a bit of a lunging punch uh, that carries him forward just a couple inches and uh, leaves a trail of dust in his wake. And depending on the way that you tilt it, kind of like the Warlock Punch from Ganondorf, you're able to uh, move it one way or the other. Okay. So, um, and it can, and it's a shield breaker. So that's what I had down there. Um, so there's some different beats of execution, but otherwise it's the same move. The, the first two hits are the same. The difference is, like, after that point, I go straight into uppercut and then flurry, and you go uppercut, flurry, or lunge. What do you want? Right, right. Huh. And I guess we'll get to that nitty gritty when we get to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, your up special. So my up special. Uh, this one could use a little bit of workshopping, probably. It's launch party, uh, where you know you're building rockets, essentially launch them, up, or not necessarily you're building rockets, but you're launching oh. rockets in space. And uh, different uh, rockets have different numbers on them with a different beat, and you get to launch it when it hits the zero, and they don't all hit that point at the same time. Uh, the idea I had for this one was uh, taking it either one or two directions. One, um, each time you use the move, uh, it's a different rocket, and it kind of just cycles through, with each rocket having a, a different beat to it. Uh, and they'll like, carry you up to different heights, and they might have a different... Um, if you get the beat perfect, they'll have like an additional little effect. Like uh, one of them, like let's say the blue-looking rocket, uh, it has a small like uh, a freeze attack uh, radius on it, if you get the perfect hit and that the radiate or the freeze radius appears when you hit the height of the move or if you impact with a character or obstacle then it'll trigger there um either that or it's just rocket and then you hold down the button for the old down the up special and then you end it at whatever number you want and depending on the number it turns into a more specific rocket which has its own effect whenever it reaches the top nice Nice. I, I like the callback. I had not anticipated uh, that being one to call through because I know a lot of people like around uh, Smash Boards or whatever, they go for like Seesaw or something, which is a which is an easy go-to. I consider uh, Seesaw. Yeah, but I was trying to imagine how it would actually work visually, and I didn't like it. Yeah. I also had considered uh, Launch Party the down special where... You know, he just sets a rocket, and then after a few sec, like, he holds down his thing, um... Then once he lets go of it, then after, again, that exact same amount of beats, it goes flying up in the air as a trap. But, um... Yeah. I didn't like... It, it, it was the thing I liked the most for the up special, so I just slotted it in the up special slot. And I can, I can see it working as well, like cycling, cycling through the rockets. I don't think that would necessarily be a, an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, it just offers an extra technicality to the to the move, so you have to act smart when you're using it as a move every Yep. Um, mine is uh, called. So my up special is uh, based off tallest tap dancer. Okay. Actually called Heaven's Chord, and it's the only move in my entire move set That's that is not taken directly from the games. Okay. So just uh. For reference, I had printed out some visual cues, if I needed them, like that one for uh, Chorus Kid stuff, and there's Karate Joe, that sort of thing, right? Maybe. 
<laughs> yes. I like that one. There's there's the one that I drew for Heaven's Court. Oh. So he very quickly ascends a spiral staircase, essentially. Essentially. So, uh, Marshall becomes meditative, lifting his arms up in a way that signifies his peace of mind. And he begins to tap dance in such a way that is ethereal. Uh, sparkles surrounding him as heaven world's light shines from above. And this is like a split second animation. And as he moves upward, a spiral staircase of piano keys appears and he traverses them. Hmm. And they play up an actual key scale. So, uh, you know, the key of a the, the key progression of a piano. So, do, re, mi, fa, so, Right. Um, and it goes from the lowest key of the piano to the highest. So the move takes them up, like, say, a respectable couple of Kirby's high to begin with. And then that's almost instantaneous. But it requires the player to follow rhythmic cues to carry them higher. So he's like, and then you have to press the special move button repeatedly. Um, so... That's where I've been trying to kind of workshop it too, is I'm not sure if I should keep it low tempo and easy, um, you know, just because it's a move that doesn't really damage opponents. But, or should I make it that it's a, uh, you eventually have to start mashing the, the B button and have the staircase follow a faster rhythm to make it a faster move. Um, but other than that, I have it so that you fall off the rhythm train, Marshall will free fall. Uh, so the move, uh, you can also have it carrying in a slight arc left or right, uh, so it isn't just stationed narrowly upwards, and can be a little more helpful. Um, and if it, especially if it's slower, I have super armor appearing uh, with each press of the rhythm button uh, just to help it so he wouldn't just be knocked out uh, during the usage. Uh, there's also a chance that Heaven World's Light will pulse with a successful rhythmic chain, so if you go by that you've done successfully, and it will lightly heal Marshall. The higher he goes up the spiral staircase, the better the chances of getting this effect are. Uh, and I also have he can ultimately raise himself about as high as Pitt's up special. <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> yeah. A few questions. First of all, why is there a healing mechanic? Wait, what? You said there was a healing mechanic? Yes. Why? Oh, because he's ascending to heaven. <laughs> okay. Uh, second question. You said that it can go up to the height of Pitts up special, but also one staircase takes him up three Kirby's. Uh, two Kirby's. Two Kirby's. Okay. And how many staircases? Because I feel like you're gonna. I I feel like you're gonna hit pits of special on either two or two and a half staircases. Yeah, that's true. Maybe also, with the rhythm of it, like you said that um. You just hit the button and he goes up a full staircase, and you hit the button again, a second staircase, and then you can just presumably climb staircases. 
until you reach whatever the maximum is supposed to be, which might right. be two, two and a half, three. Let's let's workshop. Let's let's work this kink out. Maybe we'll forget pit. Let's say four. Did you just say four? Yeah. I would say something that I'm trying to visualize this here. Uh, a staircase is two Kirby's. Maximum of four staircases. I would say each successive staircase needs a harder reaction forward of some sort. I don't know how, or if maybe you have to do like. Uh, a, a button press in the middle of the staircase and not just at the top of it? Right, yeah. That's... Oh, that's, that's good, actually. Yeah, chain, that's only to chain the rhythm, change the rhythm up. Maybe there be more drastic, more drastic chords being pressed. So instead of... I'm trying to, make, I'm trying to translate this for non-musical. Um, so maybe. they just play a solo piano key. Instead of playing a solo, maybe a Maybe they play a couple of keys at once when you have to press the button. And, and you could visually have it be like, he's not necessarily running up the staircase, he's jumping up the steps. And so like when you see him land on a jump, that's a button press. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Marshall is known to jump because of Nightwalk. Mm-hmm. So even in, even in that similar style, and I, and I actually had him... Uh, in my mind, anyway, I have him jumping in a in a way similar to his jumps in Nightwalk as well. Okay. Uh, so that could, yeah, that works, and and it, and again, is a nice callback to where we see him as a somewhat playable character in, in many games where he's moving like that. Uh, now that that works well. Uh, okay, so he's moving up a staircase, and then for each additional set of stairs that is uncovered. It gets a little harder. So, whereas the first couple, you're pressing the button at the top of the staircase, then it comes around the middle, then the lower end. So, the access key to, to summon another becomes more difficult and a little quicker each time. Right. right. I, and and I wouldn't say that Marshall himself moves faster. It's just there's more points right. in his journey where you have to click. Right, right. Okay. Okay, that, that, that. That's good. That could work. Okay. Okay. Uh, for the sake of uh, brevity, I guess, moving on to the nouns. Right. Uh, just a quick moment. Uh, my down special is uh, Samurai Slice. <laughs> so he pulls out the Samurai's, you know, their long katana. He's got it there. He's ready to swing it. Uh, it says... There's two different ways that you can use this move that I've figured out here. One of it is just a simple button tap. He swings the sword down. And then you can do like a double tap on the rhythm to have it swing down and he swings it back up. Uh, initially, I was kind of thinking that this could be one where he fucks with projectiles, but I liked it better on, on Karate Man for it. But instead, it's more like, oh, hey, there's somebody right in your face. Slice him down, slice him up. You can get two hits out of it. Other way to do it is if you hold down the button and wait for a couple seconds, he'll be swinging uh, the blade around like when there's a bunch of monsters uh, being shot out at the samurai at once. Uh, in this one, he can 
uh, reflect projectiles, not just knock them out of the way, but you are, have to be locked into this move a little bit. If you uh, let go before the rhythm of it triggers, then Marshall is going to uh, essentially be kind of worn out because that took a lot out of him and he didn't do it quite right. So he's going to be a little bit vulnerable. But if you can end it on the right frame, or the right rhythm rather, then he'll follow it up with... Um, uh, I don't really quite know how to explain it, but there'd be like an additional hit right at the very end. Kind of like um, that, that final hit from Sephiroth's uh, scintilla move. It would yeah. just be like a small little thing right in front of him. And, yeah, if some, okay. and if there's a fighter that's in the way of him doing the rapid slashes as he's holding the button down, that's not good for them either. Right, right. Okay. Nice. So, so he, man, Marshall's really getting all of his uh, Japanese fighting forms down in this room set. I mean, yeah, not every minigame game worked. Uh, yeah. Not really knew it, but I think the one where they're just like a bouncing dough through pipes, like, yeah, how the fuck was I going to make that work? <laughs> or the one where you're... The, the double date where you're kicking... Soccer balls away? How the fuck? No. I did not have a reliable way to make that work and not be dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or catching fruit oh, that's falling yeah. downstairs at you? Or munchy monk? What the fuck? <laughs> not everything works. Yeah. There's ways to put that into the standards, maybe. Like, I, I, I have vivid ideas of Marshall dropping a pineapple in a, in a smash attack or something. That's that's one thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or invoking the, the pillow, or or uh, or table tennis, or something like that. But yeah, like in a the the air tennis the... one. I, I liked mm-hmm. watching that one, but I could not figure out a way to make that work. Exactly, exactly. Um, but hey, for my down special, right? Is it it's flipper uh, flop. Yes. <laughs> I, I I wanted to figure that one out. I was like, I got nothing. I got nothing on this besides just. Oh, a seal rolls forwards. I'm like, that's boring. Yeah. So here's what I came up with. A, uh, a fluffy, friendly seal appears on the stage and Marshall immediately hops on top of it. Marshall is then able to roll around the stage on top of the seal. However, he will move laughably slow unless following the rising tempo so set out by the tambourine. So while you're moving... The tambourine beat progressively gets faster as you're moving in one direction on the seal. And uh, so you can move in any direction whilst continually pressing the standard special button to the beat. And that will make the player, uh, as the player continues to press the button on time, uh, Marshall continually picks up the pace whilst rolling on the seal. The seal can sense to the seal is gleeful. It makes gleeful noises. So it's a slower uh, Yoshi's egg. Slower and then faster. It goes between the ratio. Um, collision with an opponent will cause the move to flop, with the seal flopping back off into the sea with a leap off screen and Marshall falling on his butt. Okay. Uh, however, this with quite a bit of damage to them, depending on how many times in a row that Marshall is able to keep the beat. So if you're keeping the beat for a considerable length of time, and you're going super fast, you ram into somebody, it just does a lot of damage off for that retour. Um, and then uh, a few presses will deal out decent damage, 
but the rhythm can be stacked upwards of 15 times to heighten the damage and knockbacks to extremes. While keeping in mind there's no super armor attached to it, so it would be kind of rare for that to happen. Um, beware, however, as Marshall will move a little faster with each successful merge of the beat. So Marshall can also flop by relenting from the rhythm while going too fast. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. So that was over him falling him off the seal, but it's just without the glory of hurting his opponents. Okay. So yeah, it's a, another Yoshi's egg, Wario's bike kind of summoning move. But it's the best one I had for the seals, and I tried to change it up a little bit. Quick question for clarity. Um, you said that he can travel in any direction. I assume you mean left or right and not any direction. Left, right, or diagonally upwards. What? Left or right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Had to make sure, because for all I knew, you could have meant that. <laughs> it's like, I don't, flying through the air, that's a hard no for me. No, that's OP. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Okay. So, normally at this point, we go to the final smashes X, and then we do the extra skill last. However, I this time... If you're okay with that, I'd like to do extra skills first. Okay. Okay, so. My extra skill is Love Lab. <laughs> so, Love Lab, you know, a guy throws you a potion, which is really dangerous, and you should not do that. And then you have to shake it a few times before you throw it up to the next guy. And I, if I remember correctly, it's the color of the potion that changes how many times you have to... Um, it's the color potion that changes the beat for how long you have to hold it down before you throw it to the next person, if I'm remembering things right here. But uh, yeah. how I'm translating this in the Smash is uh, Marshall has, I'm going to call them rhythmic options. I think, that, I think that's a good way to describe this. Kind of similar to one of the ideas I had for Launch Party, where um, he can hold the button down until he's shaking the potion. Uh, if he lets go on a rhythmic beat, then he'll toss the potion, it'll fall in an arc, and an effect will happen depending on... We'll get there. Uh, if he lets it go offbeat, then it he drops it in front of him and he damages himself, which is not fortunate. But um, what I mean rhythmic options is you can stop the move at multiple different points that you choose. Uh, each time it reaches one of these options, the color of the potion will change if you don't decide to let it go. So it might start off as a red potion, then a yellow, then a blue. Each potion having its own different effect. So a red one could cause a um, a small little patch of uh, fire or some, something that would be damaging on the field. And if you run through it, you're going to get hurt. That's a nice little hurt effect. Uh, yellow could be... Um, if somebody is in its little range when it explodes, maybe they're stunned, like a Deku Uh Blue, normally blue is related to freezing and ice and smash, but I kind of like to be something a little bit different. So it's especially if one of the uh, if launch party was also in play and one of its rockets was a freezing effect, I wouldn't want the same thing to happen here. But um, mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not having an immediate idea for what blue could be, but you can even do something different. I don't remember all the colors of the potions. Like if green is optional, or maybe this could be the blue one. Maybe it creates a very small uh, healing field that lasts for a couple of seconds. If you just yeah. run through it a little, or if you try and stick in it, 
um, you can just be healed of a small percent of damage. So Marshall might want to throw the blue one, and he can just run towards it and get a little bit of healing in. But even then, uh, if he drops the blue one in front of him, no healing effect. It's just, you drop the potion on your foot, dude, and you let out his contents before it was ready, you're hurt. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, okay, this is the part where I have our feedback. Sounds, yeah. sounds good to me. Sounds like that's a, that is very creative. I like it. And it's funny how much it is kind of similar to mine. <laughs> and in some functionalities, not, not to the, not to the extent of being a status event. Um, my extra skill is sheer reader. Marshall uh, gets his best signed answers motif on, grabbing a standard-sized poster board and performing cheerleading loose break dancing style techniques while it's in his hand. So, like a signed answer in front of a in front of a master's room, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, it's all very impressive, and we should give him a tip of the hat for such an excellent sign dancing routine. Uh, routine. Oh, before entering the mattress store that he's advertising me with, I wrote that down. <laughs> At the uh, so that's past me and present me meeting up in the middle. Uh, at the apex of the move, the uh, the tambourine will sound off, and we will get another visual cue as Marshall quickly shines a vivid sunny gold, uh, cueing the player to hold the sign up. So uh, when we let go of that. Uh, extra skill button, it'll allow the sign to be let go, or held up. Uh, the sign will then magically be filled in with a uh, with a projection of one of a few potential icons which indicate what the sign is summoned, allowing it to slip from off of the sign and into reality. So, like Peyton Mario kind of uh, on the ground just beside Marshall. Uh, and these are potential items. Um, including an assist trophy, a Pokeball, a Baba, Mr. Saturn, Beansword, Dekunut, Confetti Ball, Healing Sprout, Maxim Tomato, other food items, and even on rare occasions, a Smash Ball. So a middling charge makes a middling summon more likely, whereas low to no charge increases the chances of summoning nothing or uh, something very light like a Mr. Saturn. Uh, but if he summons nothing, he trips over the sign and he had to restart. It's, uh, it's sad. It's like dropping a potion on himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, as he falls on all fours, he looks down towards the floor in shame. <laughs> uh, with exception to a full charge, there's always an RNG screwage chance that the move can flop, uh, but the likelihood gradually fades away the longer the charge is held. Uh, Marshall's move will also flop if the player misses a rhythmic cue and overcharges. That's okay. that. Uh, so something I want to say on that one is because because I've um I've done other things where like either a trophy or a move can spawn items around, and that there's some that I tend to avoid because I feel like if they can spawn a Smash Ball, that's a lot, mm-hmm. little, little little powerful. Uh, Pokeballs, Sistrophies, Sistrophies, I generally try to avoid as well for my own stuff, but like Bob bombs, Beam Swords, Deku Nuts, uh, Super Mushroom. Maxim tomato. Oh yeah, I don't. I yeah. don't have a problem with this. Like, and also like dragon pieces and daybreak pieces. I don't like including them, generally yeah. speaking, either. 
It's like there, like there's, there's certain items that are just like this is a special tier. You're like the best shit. I don't want someone to get that for free. Yeah. What if he only summoned Gustavos? I would immediately ban him. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I and I took that into account too when I was thinking this out. So when I'm saying that he dances and he has cues and whatever, um, for something very special, I'm thinking as long as a special flag. Hmm. Okay. Okay. To the point where he can easily be pummeled and have that taken taken out of effect. It was not, there's no super armor or anything like that. Right. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. So that was uh, so that was my thought there. And then also if it's a smash ball, it won't just fall to the ground, or at least it probably won't be floating. Um, yeah, so that's kind of that. So, uh, final smash is off. Final <laughs> smash. Now, my oh, idea for this one is very much just like in the conceptual phase. And that's because until we actually lock in the moves, my final smash can't be anything more than just a basic concept. Interesting. I call it Rhythmic Remix. <laughs> the Rhythm Heaven games love throwing remixes out there where, you know, after you finish four mini games at a set, it's like, oh, hey, look. Here's a remix for you, where you might like. Let's say you have Philbots and Karate Man, and just uh, board meeting and Glee Club. Let's let's say those were your four. And so then the rhythm is like, okay, we're gonna start you off doing a couple of robots and Philbots. Now we're gonna immediately swap you over to Glee Club, and now you're in board meeting, and now you're back to Glee Club, and now you're in Philbots, and then now you're in the fourth one that I forgot what it was, but it just keeps on flopping you through these, and um. The, the, they're also themed differently, differently. Like all the characters in the, the are, they all look a bit different. But for Smash, what I have in mind is this: is uh, it's going to be a, a cinematic cutscene in Final Smash because that's the only way this will work. But um, Marsha will kind of create some kind of like symbol that kind of just like appears next to him. And it's like okay, like some, some something. I don't, I'm not sure what it would look like. But you know how all anytime you have a cutscene Final Smash, there's some trigger. That has to happen. Like uh, Captain Falcon will have his blue Falcon come fly into the stage, and it will knock people into the cutscene. Or the Belmont boys, they have the cough, and that will appear. It something so, something on that nature. Uh, character goes into the cutscene where you'll see Marshall. Uh, just to use my own moves as an example here, like he might fill in a couple of filbots that come running towards the player, uh, and then you might see rockets fly at them from launch party. You might see a potion falling at them from Love Lab. Uh, maybe another Philbot comes in. Uh, karate Man. Or, um, karate Man? Kur well, like, like, <laughs> you, you could have Karate Man do like a couple punches. Or it would be Marshall's Karate Man, rather. Uh, doing the sword slashes from Samurai Slice. Uh, actually, I, th I feel like I wanted to end with Karate Man. I don't think. But like, he might do a couple punches with it. But then the last hit of it is he goes in. Uh, just the Karate Man... Uh, either doing with depending on like how it's you could do it like you could do you know with the uppercut or the uh, flurry of punches but that's the final hit character gets knocked out of the remix back on the stage they just had a lot of shit happen to them they're hurt yeah. but depending on what moves we pick like if we uh depending on the moves like if we put in moves from you uh that would change how this final match looks so like if we don't use Philbots. Then whatever other move we use will be in the final smash instead of Philbots, obviously. Yeah, yeah, nice. That's like a step in a different direction than I had presumed. Well, let me take you down the pedestrian route. 
my final smash is Nightwalk. Okay. Uh, where a blue platform juts out from the ground just in front of Marshall, and that's the triggering animation here. So uh, any opponents that are caught within the hitbox of the, of the platform uh, are taken into a scene that replicates the Nightwalk game from Rhythm Heaven. Uh, of course, it's much more quickly presented in Nightwalk's a 45-second, 60-second long minigame. That's not happening in Smash. Uh, so it's a much faster version of the iconic minigame. Uh, they're thrown into the air by the first platform, and then with each successful stomp or roll to the beat that Marshall procures afterwards, they will just be kept flying each time. So it's kind of a cinematic kind of knot in that aspect, uh, where uh, there's still a rhythmic portion that you have to follow. So Marshall is invincible during the night walk, um, and is capable of damaging opponents in a fairly quick fashion, uh, because you're just constantly mashing the, the standard special to uh, to the visual to the visual movement cues of the night, the night walk, and it's just uh, plays the same music from night walk, and uh, the platforms flash like a night walk, so it's fairly evident. And there's also the tambourine if you really need it. Question. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you said Marshall's invincible, and he's trying to keep to the beat. Are you actually controlling Marshall during the cinematic, like he's running around punching? Or is it just you're just hitting a, uh, a rhythmic beat, doing right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're you're hitting you're hitting into the beat to to keep him moving. Okay, so it's not necessarily like he's invincible because he's not he can't be a right. Yeah, he's just yeah. it's a cinematic, but you're providing a rhythm to it, kind of like the old Donkey Kong Final Smash. Yeah, but better than that. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So he's. Invent so yeah, so yeah, the invincibility that's kind of a given, so whatever. Uh, so by the end of the night, so he's rolling and jumping as he does. If you've seen that mini game, then you kind of know what I'm talking about. Um, so by the end of the night walk, night turns to day, and Marshall returns to his rhythm cafe. And then, uh, and that the slamming the door to the cafe is actually the, the closeout attack. So, uh, as he's confidently shutting the door. Uh, that, that could send the phone flying as well at, at the end of it. So as you're moving through the night walk, though, each uh, successful rhythm step offers more damage to opponents, and they're being juggled. It's like a constant power block. Mm -hmm. um, and then all in all, it lasts like 10 or 15 seconds. And then I threw in there that maybe Miss Remin and Cam and like Rhythm Dog can make a cameo appearance, or maybe not. And bada bing, bada boom. Okay. And yeah. now we come to the hard part. <laughs> That's one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, okay, I think first we look at side special Karate Man. Yeah. Uh, something I'm going to say right away is that I think your implementation of Karate Man, uh, having it to where um, you choose whether you have a lunge, you have the uppercut, or you have the uh, flurry of punches, I think that's a better way to go about it. I'm glad you think so, because I was going to say a similar thing. But we keep <laughs> punching projectiles. Yes. 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 Absolutely. That was a stroke of uh, that American soccer genius, as they say. Nobody says that. Yeah. And that gets the easy step out of the way. Now the rest yep. of it's difficult. Yep, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so where are you wanting to look at first here? Because all of our moves, with exceptions to that one, are very different. They are. They are. Um, 
Let's go to the standards because I actually have a lean here. Okay. And that would be to give you fill bots because we have Glee Club in a victory pose. Mm -hmm. Very well represented with, uh, with them saying smash, or singing smash rather. And the Glee Club's projectile reflected reflection is already that set it apart from other people's Glee Club standards. Has been taken into Karate Man. Fair. So. I don't think we need two projectile uh, reflection moves. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of where I stand on that. What do you think? I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, I, I obviously I'm I'm very happy with how I represented Glee Club in the victory pose. Is like I had considered it for a standard special, just like I didn't like how it was appearing in my head. And it was just like, this is what everybody says. Marshall students. Like, right. I wanted to do a different... Yeah, and if it was the course... Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, okay. Like, there's, there's some characters who's like, okay, this is a very obvious move. So it's like, they're going to have this, they'd have this, they'd have this. That's why we're probably never going to do an episode about Spyro the Dragon. Because his moveset is very much, alright, you have to have this here. You have to have this here. And it's just how it works with him. So, like, if he ever appears on anything, it's, he's just gonna go up direct to, he's gonna, he's a direct-to-video character. I love Spider. Yeah. Like, he's, he's not, he's not a, um, movie theater character that we would do an episode on. He's just direct-to-DVD. Yeah, yeah. Going on the weekend. Or he's a character we've had on the show before, like, Rex, for instance. We had yeah. very similar. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's just how it is with some characters. like, so sometimes you don't want to do the obvious thing when you have other options. But That's sometimes true. the obvious thing is also the best thing. So I just didn't think yeah, I needed to use sweet up here. <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah, this was a useful way to subvert expectations. Yeah. Plus, I mean, the chorusmen, they could be a good assist trophy, honestly. They could. Of course, they could. so could the samurai or uh, karate man. Yeah, also true. Karate Joe or Karate Joe Senior. Um, <laughs> so remind me Bro. what your down special was. Uh, flip or flop with the seal. Flip or flop, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm good with that being the down special over Samurai Slash. As am I, and uh, only because... Samurai Sasuke, that could be something for Takamaru or Lin or yeah, uh, Samurai or Jin Sakai. Yeah, just uh, it's a very typical Samurai move. It's good to pull from Rhythm Heaven for it. It would be a good move for Marshall. Uh, but, you know, less characters can run around on a scene. <laughs> and plus, Flipper Flop was just a really fun one to watch. Yeah. Like, I, I saw I like seeing that. That that was a mini game I actually liked uh, watching. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, okay, and I'm of course okay with that. Uh, which brings us to the uh, the up special. <laughs> right, the up special where we have actually before we before we look at up special, what about why don't we look at extra scale real quick here? We had my love lab with the potion throwing, and I also want to throw in an idea I had um, afterwards. Uh, what if one of the potions, instead of like being a healing thing or the stun, what if it actually did the sleep status? Yeah, that that's that's an option. There's plenty of different options of like what the different potions can do. I just 
for multiple reasons, I did not write down every name that greets all these attacks for Marshall. But there's, yeah, there's plenty fine. of options. But what was your extra skill as well? It was just pulled out. I forgot the name of it. It was cheerleader with the uh, basically sign dancing, cheerleading, summoning. And that's I. right. That's right. 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 So uh, funny how functionally they summon something. There's something going on there. Just one. One can bring out items. One deal some kind of effect onto a point on the stage. Right. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, I think something that I want to do in the future is keep a tally, even uh, even myself looking back at past episodes, seeing where we have moves like this, and then bringing it up and saying, oh, well, uh, we're considering item item chances or, or status effect changes. Well, we already did X amount of characters who did item summoning, so let's go That's for fair. the status effect. I mean, I, I've uh, definitely run into that at times when, I'm, when I've, wow, words, uh, whenever I'm making characters, it's like, uh, like, I'll come up with some deals, like, oh, hey, no character in Smash tell us, then now at some point I'll look back, it's like, oh, I did, like, four or five characters on the wiki that do this, ooh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> it's happened, a time or two. It's yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's... Difficult to say because they're so similar to each other functionally, even though they ultimately bring about different things. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Do you have a lean? Yes, I do. And it's mine, and here's why. Well, actually, let me let me get into a little bit of a thing. Uh, Launch Party and Love Lab have similar mechanics to how we can use them with the whole, like, here's here's some different options that you have with the rhythms. And I don't know if we necessarily want to do both of them. Or you might not want to do one of them. I don't know. But I'm definitely thinking, like, I don't think we necessarily do, do both of them. And if we were to do one of them, I would rather do Love Lab. Because um, I, I think it's a cooler move than what Launch Party is. Even though I do like the idea of him, like, being carried up into the sky by a rocket. Um, I think Love Lab is a little bit cooler of a move. But then also... Um, uh, your staircase one, I think, could be interesting in the way that it's like, hey, you can keep on going to higher heights, but it's going to get rough, and you might just risk going into freefall if you don't stop. Yeah. True. True. It's a, it's a, it's it's a bit of a gamble. Only, it's the only move that doesn't come from the games, specifically. So right. I mean, it's, it's connected to the tap dancing one you said, but it's not like right. an actual mini game. Right, right. Um, okay. I was actually, yeah, so I was ultimately going to lean towards Love Lab as well. Uh, even if only for the aesthetic difference. Uh, being a cooler, quicker animation with the potion compared to a, a very long sign dance, which would be, given martial stature, strange to look at. Yeah. So, I <laughs> Yeah, I'm that's, that's that. another thing that is a potential assist trophy is uh, the cheerleaders with the signs and they can like they'll just be there, they'll spin and then they'll stop and be like, here's an item. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's that's you, gonna... you could pull several different assist trophy pops possibilities from Rhythm Heaven. Yeah, the Huberts of happiness. <laughs> flock step birds. Yeah. They're called flock step birds. 
So, okay. Okay, so level lab it is. All right. So uh, that yeah. means we have Philbots, we have Karate Man, we have the Staircase, uh, mm -hmm. we have... I forgot Flipper the announcement. Flop. Flipper Flop, thank you. Uh, and we have Love Lab, which brings us into the final smashes of either, um, I forgot what, I forgot what it's called again, The Walking One. One Night, Night Walk, Night Walk. Night Walk. Yeah. Or Rhythmic or Remix. Yeah. Which at this point, I would say if Rhythmic Remix happened, um, maybe the staircase is like the final hit. You know, like he has since the staircase and uh, like punches them as he gets up to the top as an upgrade up kind of thing. Mixing in a little bit of Karate Man in it with the upgrade part. But like you would start <laughs> like, having the Philbots go in, uh, a seal could run into the enemy, the Karate Man punches, of course, um, potions <laughs> being thrown, and then just ends on like Marshall running up a staircase, and there's the opponent, and he just goes, punches them up out of the sky. That would be a, a joy to stare at. <laughs> it would be very fun. And like in similar to Rhythm Heaven, it's not just going to be like, okay, potions here, okay, seal here, okay, fillbots here. No, it's going to like alternate around in quick succession before the final hit comes in on the staircase. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. That's great. And then, you know, I, I, I chose Nightwalk um, because it's such a part of Rhythm Heaven and Marshall and has been around since the beginning of, of mm -hmm. the series. Uh, but I mean, if we don't go that route, the Rhythmic Remix gives us something that's a very big portion, especially of more recent titles, that isn't as obvious. And it would be, as you said, with the Philbot versus uh, the Chorus uh, Glee Club, that is a prominent argument is that it, ref it references a strong part of the game without being obvious. Um, night to Nightwalk's credit, not many other characters would be able to have a final smash like that before. Uh, for many reasons, aesthetically or uh, just because there's no reason that Skull Kid should be doing Nightwalk. Uh, that <laughs> or, or just about anybody. Um, it's a toss-up. It's a it's a real toss-up for me. I think I would actually say Rhythmic Remix is what gives it the edge for me, besides it being fucking hilarious, mm -hmm. is uh, just that it's faster. So, something yeah. I'd like to um, to ask. Uh, Nightwalk, I don't remember what that minigame is. I don't think I... I don't think it was one that I really watched much of, because it wasn't a main minigame. It was one of the side notes as well. And I just... Yeah. If I remember... If I'm thinking of the right one, it was just like... He's walking on a tightrope, right? Just like just just endlessly walking on a tightrope, or am I thinking of something else? I believe you're thinking of something else because Nightwalk is uh it's more that there's several raised platforms that kind of signify more ground mm -hmm. and they're at different heights and you're pressing this the B button to make Marshall move from platform to platform to the beat of the music. Okay, and so he, he so he's just it's yeah. Okay, so I think I know. I know. I think I know what that is now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's taking a night walk on his way home. It's a more of a jumping excursion, but all right. I know. Uh, so, so something I was thinking of back when we were talking about the victory poses is um, you could have a victory pose that is night walk, or you see Marshall jump in from off screen, like it's 
it just looks exactly like not walking the victory screen. Kind of like how some of the uh, more recent characters like Sephiroth have had a whole effect to their victory screen. But um, And you yeah. see him jumping from place to place, and he just kind of like stops in the middle. Kind of, I don't know if he would like wave at the camera or if he would do do something. But it obviously wouldn't. He wouldn't like go completely off the screen because that's he'd have to stop yeah. somewhere on the victory post. That that was one idea I was uh, considering bringing up that you could still you represent can, Nightwalk with. We can work Miss Ribbon and Cam into that too because they appear in Nightwalk in, in the game. Um, they could be running with Marshall and then. Like be like Marshall and then Ms. Rip and then Cam, like they're all like one behind him. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that that's good. That's good that's a good way to go. Maybe replace their other their other pose with that. Yeah, I like that. Like instead of them dancing, it's all three of them on Nightwalk. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, all let's right. move nice for victory pose rhythmic remix to the final smash. And there's the moveset. This has been a way easier episode than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> there's been easy times. Uh, we're getting close to the end, though. There's not much left to discuss. We've only got two things to go before we sign on out of here. Uh, first of all is the alternate costumes. Uh, I had a kind of half-baked idea here. First of all, um, I figured he'd probably just have, like, your fairly standard color changes, so that's a red marshal, a blue, an orange, a green, whatever. But I also thought, what if you had, with each of them, besides the base version, obviously, something from another character? So, one of them, he could have uh, Ms. Ribbon's bow. For one of them, he could have Cam's glasses. He could have the wrestler's mask. He could have uh, Karate Joe's uh, belt and maybe, like, the little wispy hairs on top of his head. He could have the reporter's skirt. I'm gonna bring my notes up to the camera. Oh, okay. Just, okay. I just want you to. Just he could have the parka from the guy from uh, a flipper flop. That's a good well, idea. Well, it's like the the hat part. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to mention uh, Tibby's um, his afro as well. I wanted to mention that one. So. <laughs> yes. We're kind of kind of on the same page there. Yep. Love it. Uh, um, so, so, what characters did you mention that I didn't put for those alts? I'm glad you asked. And for that, I shall procure the visual cues. Bring it up to the camera here. All right. So we got Ms. Ripon. We got Cam. We got Tibby. Uh, the wrestler, Karate Joe. Uh, pair of monkeys. Yeah, just to get because I have him, I have Marshall in pajamas as his final one. Okay, no, I think that's the, one it looks like there's a drummer. The yeah, there's a. Yeah, that's that's the samurai drummer, and then there's uh the yellow one is kind of like the saxophone monkey or the tambourine monkey. What what game is he from? I well, the monkeys are uh, a lot of games actually. Yeah, it's a samurai drummer. Oh, okay. And then uh, I don't karate dancer. I don't recognize that guy. That's yeah, Jack. Karate Man Senior. Oh, okay. I guess Karate Joe's dad. I'm assuming he would have the hair or the glasses from that. Yes, both. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. What, what would he have from yeah. uh, the the drummer and the monkey? Oh, um, 
like the blue pom pom kind of hair with the with the headphones. Okay. And then the monkey. This is actually the closest I could find for some reason. Um, but just imagine it's wearing sunglasses similar to the Squirtle Squad, and that's that's what Marshall would have there because okay. it's very specific saxophone monkeys you play with that drummer. And then, I, and what, what was the last image there? I couldn't quite tell what that was. The last one there. Yeah. This these this is the pajama party, and I'm just oh, saying Marshall was in okay. pajamas. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I have probably the pink pajamas of the guy in the middle. I'm guessing. Yeah, pink. I had him down as green just because just a little different since Tibby and Miss Ribbon are already pink. Well, I mean, if Marshall himself is green, he could have pink pajamas. Very true. Very true. All right. Well, costumes are done. Easy. There's one last thing left. Home stage, which we can probably also sell super easy like. Uh, I called it Rhythm Heaven. And it's essentially like the Warrior Wear Ink stage. There's some mini games that you can do pulled straight out of Rhythm Heaven. Different mini games, of course, and it already represented in Marshall. You're pulling out the same notes, I can see. Uh, and depending on how you perform them, you can get a nice little uh, buff, just like the Warrior Wear stage. Here's my notes on a home stage. You have nothing. <laughs> because it's like, yeah, it's Rhythm Heaven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that was the uh, quick, easy, painless. Uh, fuck it's yeah. nice when you build it up to be more than what it's really going to be, so that way the nerves can just get thrown right out the door. Yeah. There you, can, there you go. All right. There you well, go. that's all I have on Marshall. Do you have anything else you want to say about him before we close on out of here? I'm glad we can do him justice. That was a fun moveset. Not as painful as you thought it was going to be. Not as tedious as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, a strong move set. Um, coming out of it, I think it's one of my favorites we've done, actually. Uh, and that just might be my bias towards the character. I've been stumping for for years and had my heart broken miserably when he lost our instant tiebreaker against Midna, even though Midna has deserved it, ultimately. I was still pissed that evening. Uh, <laughs> you were... Not like, a scorned, like a scorned lover. But it was cool that we could do Midnight and Marshall this year. Oh, yeah. So, both well-deserved, both strong characters. Both worthy of the top two, which they were. Indeed. Uh -huh. So, uh, good work. It was a good moveset. And uh, maybe one day Rhythm Heaven will get its chance in Smash, just like Chrome. Perhaps. But for now... That of another episode of Supercast Brothers. Next time around, we're going to do, be doing another Smasher Dash, bringing on a guest uh, who, in the characters we chose are, you know, as we normally do with guests, pretty much specifically, well, I guess that's not necessarily true, but in this case, they were specifically chosen for this guest. Uh, four characters, four franchises that they know pretty well. So, mm -hmm. we'll see you all then, I guess. We're not It'll be a little bit. Bye. Cheerio.